0: Welcome back to Random Book Club Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Van. We've got a new book and a new host. Today, I'm joined by Donovan McMullen, one of my best friends. How you doing, Don? Good to see you. Don, are you
1: there? I am doing good. Yeah, my mic dismuted. muted. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I am doing good. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing great. Uh, it's awesome to have you here. We're reading an awesome book called The Last Wish, which is the first book in The Witcher series and uh, that's going to be our next book that we read, so we're just announcing it today. What do you think about ironic. The Witcher?
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love The Witcher, but I just think it's ironic that the first book in the series is The Last Wish. Yeah, I know. But, it's you know, like whatever
0: worst title you could have made. But, but if- it is
1: good. It is good. I do understand why it's titled that, and we'll get into that later episodes, but it is, it is funny that they call it The Last Wish for the first book, but it makes sense if you actually read it.
0: So let's get into the format a little bit about how we're going to do this. We're going to be reading this book together, uh, and we're going to be releasing two chapters, an episode. And basically the idea is that you read along with us, and then you can, after you read it, you can listen to our podcast and then uh, follow along as we read, just like a regular book club. Um, the the book itself, uh, this is the full title here. It's called The Last Wish, Introducing the Witcher by Andrzej Sapkowski, translated by Danusha Stoke. And it's narrated by, and I can't really pronounce this guy's name, Peter Kenny. No, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this, obviously these are Paul, this is a Polish made book, which I think is really cool. Cause I've never read a book from someone who's from another country. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And Peter Kenny, I have to say, I've been listening to the uh, audible version of the book um, doing, you know, lots of driving with work makes it just easier. I, at first, did not like somebody that started doing all the accents for all the different characters. I kind of thought that it was a little, not childish, but just a little demeaning like to me time. as the reader. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like pick a color carpet and sit down and then listen to, you know. Um, but about, I, I would say about five to ten minutes in, I actually preferred it. I actually would rather listen to him tell me the story than just have this droning on of, uh, you know, a very mellow voice.
0: Yeah, and I'm listening to the audio version too, as well as like following along in the Kindle version, because I'm I'm more of like an audio learner myself. So that I actually really am enjoying his narration so far. Um, so this book is the first of two books in the Witcher short story collection, which precede the core stories of the Witcher saga. So this is the beginning of the Witcher. The, basically, uh, this guy Andre he wrote a bunch of short stories for like a magazine or something like that and then eventually it got so popular they put them together into one volume of a book and then they ended up making two short story collections but this is the first one and this is a really good introduction to it so um, let's look at the cover here so I have one of the covers up the audible cover but I'm going to show you the Kindle cover that I have you're not going to be able to see this um, Don but I'm pulling it up on the screen we got Basically, The Witcher from The Witcher 3 with, like, a dragon. I, dude, I wonder if we're going to see a dragon in this freaking book. That'd be sweet. But it's a pretty cool cover. On the back, uh, there's a synopsis where, you know, just like if you were to buy this book in the bookstore. And on the back, this is what it says. Geralt of Rivia is a witcher, a cunning sorcerer, a merciless assassin, and a cold-blooded blooded killer. <laughs> His sole purpose, to destroy the monsters that plague the world but not everything monstrous looking is evil and not everything fair is good and in every fairy tale there is a grain of truth oh shit man.
1: i already like it i already like it that's all i want to say is like just it's it's getting exciting just listening to it cuz it's i think i think its character is very interesting
0: yeah and between the two of us like our history with the witcher me personally I have no history with the witcher i mean i've seen the games i've never played the games uh, there's a Netflix show. I haven't watched it. It's just one of those things that I never got into. Um, I've heard it's really good, but it always looked like one of those things that was going to take a lot of time to get into. Um, what's your, my, what's your, uh, like history with the witcher? What do you know about it?
1: For me, it's, it's playing all the video games first, right. Uh, on as a PC master racer, mm-hmm. right? So <laughs> yeah. playing all the video games on PC, uh, got introduced to my friends. I'm a big RPG kind of fan. One of the things that stood out in just the video games alone that made me really like The Witcher series is it's uh, it's very in-depth. It's almost too much in-depth. There's there's actually too much to do. And I love that because I'm a completionist when it comes to games like I want to do 100 percent, unlock the whole map, do every single quest. And uh, I always thought it was a very interesting storyline, even though the video games technically don't really have much to do with the original books. They kind of went off on their own thing. They do copy a lot. Uh, or have a lot of similarities, but they they take their own artistic free will and kind of paint a new picture, right?
0: Like they have like the same characters and stuff.
1: Same characters. It may not be the exact may, same story
0: yeah. or parts of. Right. It doesn't follow exactly along with the timeline or something.
1: They might change kings around or something like that. But it's, yeah, it was very interesting. There was always a lot to do. Um so then after that, you know, Netflix series came out. I was super excited for that. Didn't wasn't not excited for Henry Cavill whatsoever. The idea of Superman playing this really cool character to me was kind of off putting Is they're Hollywooding it. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, uh then I watched The Witcher and I can't think of somebody else that I would rather see play than Henry Cavill, which is ironic to me.
0: Well, you said you shared a really cool story about how you looked up an interview with Henry Cavill where he was basically begging to be the Witcher.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, the, the director, um, who <laughs> the director basically loves all the books and she never really played any of the video games, uh, but she grew up reading these books and she really, really liked them. And she wasn't sure he was going to be the right fit. Same reason that, you know, I was like, and the dude Superman, right? Like he really want Superman playing this supposed to be kind of this new character that is getting brought to the world that no one really knows about Witcher, unless you're a hardcore gamer that loves RPGs or you got to, you know, really like some pretty fantasy type books in order to get into that. Because like, even myself as Lord, the, read Lord of the Rings and all that, I had no idea The Witcher was a book series until after I played the games. Um, so yeah, he wanted, he was interested in the role. She kind of told him, and eh, we'll give you a shot. Cause you're Henry Cavill, but not, you know, I'm, I got to look for other people They're and not promising uh, anything. One of the funny things I did think about that interview is that he was a PC gamer as well. So I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. But she got him to go read the books as well because he, again, only played the video games. And, uh, and it's he, pretty was, good. Like, he I, was like, I think me. He, he does a great books? job. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think he did a great job. But um, that's, you know, we can talk about that later after yep. we do this book. But this book, I think, does the best job. Of representing what who I learned who Geralt was through the video games this book nails it um, I think Netflix does do a little bit more flourishing they like to they like to again paint their own direction which is totally fine it's totally worth watching and it's awesome but this book is very direct on who Geralt is and kind of how he thinks and acts and it's 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 a re- he's just a really genuinely cool character. So is everybody in the book? Honestly, everybody is interesting. There's not a single person I don't care about. Um, but yeah, Geralt is is definitely a new type of hero slash antihero, if you would. So it's very it's it's a new take, and I like it.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Very refreshing. Yeah, to not only read a new character, but to read from the perspective of a writer who's from another country that's not American is it's gonna be really cool. So the last thing I want to bring up before I bring this to a close is the structure of the book itself. So it's a little weird. And I had difficulty when I was planning this out, how I was going to do chapters. And like I said, we're going to do two chapters in episode. So what does that mean? If we look at the table of contents here, you see that there is chapter one, the voice of reason, then the witcher, then chapter two, the voice of reason. And then it goes into another story. Basically how this is lined up is The voice of reason, like chapter headings, like chapter one, two, three, four, all that is what's called a framing story or like a a framing narrative, meaning it's kind of like when you watch a movie and you're in present day and then you're like, oh, yeah, this one story and then it flashes back to this old story. And then after that story's done, it comes back to present day and goes, yeah, that was a hell of a time. You know what I mean? So that's what a framing story is, and that's how they line up this book. So basically how I'm going to denote it is um, in the titles I'm going to do, like for the next episode, we're going to do chapter 1 and chapter 1.1. So that's chapter 1, the voice of reason, and then once we get to the next one, the witcher, It's still chapter one, but it's part one of this story. So I know that sounds a little confusing. We'll get through it just fine. It'll be okay. So I'm excited to read this book. So we're going to just get into that. Um, So you guys have a week to get a copy of this book. If you haven't had it already or uh, pick it up on Audible and listen to it alongside us and then uh, check us out in a week and we'll cover the first two chapters. So thank you very much for joining me, Donovan. I'm excited to start this with you.
1: No problem. Me as well. Can't wait.
0: All right, guys. Thank you for listening to Random Book Club Podcast.